What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not not another damn podcast. Presented by our, our damn selves. Episode 240. Woo. Happy New Year to you and yours, kid. Woo. 2022 is here. Yes. How I feel, kid. Wow. It feels good. It does. It, it feels good. It, feels it, does, really, it actually yeah. does feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually does because, I mean, the last almost two years have just been, <laughs> have just been hell, but. Remember when they said, I'm a, I'm a, I might tweet that or post it on something. And they said, um, two weeks to slow the curve. You remember that shit? Yeah. Like, two years to slow the curve, y'all. Two years, five <laughs> years, ten years, whatever. <laughs> That's what they said. That's what they said at the beginning. Yeah, like in March. Yeah, we'll, we'll be close because Ariana's so school told her that they said, "Oh, school is going to be closed for two weeks, and then we're going to open back up." And then she just never oh, went back to the school. She never went back to school, and, and never set foot in the, the next school she went. In again. And never set foot in the next school she went to. A whole school that she never set foot in. That's crazy. Yeah, she did remote learning the whole next year. So, <laughs> but I mean, it feels like even though we have had some setbacks, and things, it feels like. Maybe you know how in the distance, like when you look and you can see like a light kind of burning, like way. It's like okay, I can I can see a light, I can see a little bit of a light, but it's still a distance away. But you can start to see a little light forming. I'm starting to see a little flicker, a flame. So I mean, I'm feeling more optimistic seeing that flicker. So it's like that. I'm optimistic in general. I don't know about that's my driving force. Like, okay, I, I can see a flame. Pandemic, but I am feeling optimistic in general, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you you've got to, you've got to, because your mind, it would it will eat you, and you will just, it will consume you if you if you start. Oh, woe is me, and then and you just get super negative, and then you just start breathing. Then you just really pass it on to your loved ones and then like if I let's say if I was negative and then I like then Marcus becomes negative and then the kids become then we're all negative in here. It's like no we can't we not doing that. We gonna we gonna have smiles in our house. You know what I felt good about this <laughs> years for the first time in forever since we were kids basically I got to talk to you, Feast, Kareem and mom. Like and I actually, mom, yeah. Talk to everybody. Usually I'll send a text or something like that. But actually, yeah. it was like we all stayed in for like whatever reason. We all stayed in, yeah. So I actually got to talk to all of my siblings. That felt good. Because of course, like first my tradition, I always call I call our mom first. Yeah. Of course. 1201. I always call. I'm always the first one. That's become a tradition. So you always yeah. call me. Like I always like the best. Yeah, and I always said that's why I send my text because I know you call mom first. Because when I called her, she was like, Your brother already. I was like, I know. I said I let him do it. That's his tradition. I let him call you first. It's become a tradition at this point. Yeah, I was like, so I text. I said, while you're talking to mom, I just send my text out at 12 o'clock. And then I'm like, okay. It's 12.08. Let me call mom. Now I should be up the phone with mom. So let me call her now. The next one I called was you. I called was me, right? Yeah. Um, you, um, I heard Marcus and I think I heard Ari in the back too, I think. Yeah, because she was on the phone. She was at, uh, we've been letting her stay with her, uh, with uh, my mother-in-law. That's what we've been letting her do, like, right, lately. Right. So we let her do that. So she gets to stay with her other grandma. So, yeah. Um, on a whim, like um, which like like I was legit shocked. Like, feet. If you know anything about our brother Feast, like he he don't even answer my call. Like, you think I'm the fucking um the, the I'm the Hollywood one in the family? Like he won't. Even- <laughs> 
<laughs> I called him and then this motherfucker answered. And I was like, I, I was legit surprised. Like, this motherfucker answered. And shit, why? <laughs> so, yeah, we bullshitted a couple minutes. And then after that, I called Kareem just to like, after I talked to Feast, I was fired. I said, let me call Kareem. Man. <laughs> in the back with all my mom because he was spending um, New Year's with mom. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and then I heard it. So I said, let me just call just to like see just. That just first time I actually talked like to all of my siblings and my and, like mm-hmm. we were kids like we actually were together on New Year's like you know you get grown you start doing your own thing and all of that but, yeah like, actually talked to all of y'all that made me feel good I'm like okay. it was a good feeling because I talked I talked to everybody too because after I got the phone with you mm-hmm. then Feast called me <laughs> right after I called him that's why that is right then he called me right I, no, I called mom and then call I, was the phone, I was on the phone with mom. Cause after you called, I was on the phone with mom, and then um, he called me while I was on the phone with mom. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, see, I inspired him to call people because I called him and he actually answered." And, um, and talk- then I called Kareem, oh, yeah, but then he had heard his lady in the back too, like she was like, mm-hmm. like uh, off mic. And Jax, the dog, <laughs> fucking dog. <I> heard Jax. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, when uh. When uh, I called Kareem, he didn't answer, so I was like, okay. I was like, maybe he's asleep by now. I was like, I don't know. But then, um, but then uh, he called me back a couple minutes later. He was like, yeah, I was on the phone with your brother. I was like, which one? He was like, feast. Called everybody. So we started. Yes, I changed that fool. God damn it. I got because <laughs> I called first. Had I not called him, that wouldn't have kicked off that train reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked off the but shit. But it was good to hear everybody's voices. It was good to hear yeah. that. It was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Maybe we started a new tradition where we actually talk to each other and shit. <laughs> On to the years. Like maybe I know it's easy to like send texts because texts are like yeah, just... yeah, we already got our group text going on. Yeah, we I, got our group text. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, I'm um I guess I'm just old. Like I, I like calls. <laughs> I still like calls. I'm just old. Yeah, because it's hearing a voice and just hearing like Hey, because you get you can hear like the um intonation in your voice, like, hey, how you doing? You know, you can hear you can hear that. Somebody's like, hey, the text line is hey, how you doing? That's how a text sounds like when you read it, you know, but when you're hearing someone's voice and their inflections, it it sounds it so sounds really know. nice. But for the second year in a row, because obviously last year nobody was doing shit. Oh my god. The second yeah. year in a row, um, pretty much most people I know were inside, like New Year. Yeah, we were in the house. Cause like year before last, I got a last minute booking. I did a mm-hmm. private party, and then um, you no know, last year wasn't shit going on. <laughs> right. And this year I thought I might get another one of those. Then when I didn't, I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend it in the crib on Netflix mm-hmm. until New Year's." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we Netflix too. Uh, yeah, we watched the horror. They fall finally. We finally got to watch that. So. We were watching yeah. um, Kevin Hart, um, true story. Like me and, mm-hmm. uh, me and my lady friend, yeah, we were watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. Um, I recommend the Kevin Hart thing. Check it out. <laughs> I might check it out, I and I recommend twisting turns and shit. And it's like, um, is I enjoyed it. <laughs> I recommend the Hard They Fall too, because it was really. Yeah, we ended up like if you like, like if you like, like westerns, we, we like binge the whole thing. It's like yeah, yeah if you like westerns, you'll enjoy that movie. Yeah, and, like, just, um, and a lot of black excellence was in that movie. So yeah. Like um a, a western I like. Um was have you seen Tarantino's um The Hateful Eight? Have you seen it? I haven't seen The Hateful Eight. I haven't seen that yet. I like, yeah. Is it Sam Jackson in it? Jackson, um, Okay, I'm um, sold. 
Kurt Russell, uh, um, Jennifer Jason Lee. It had an all-star cast. Jane I'm so in the shit. Yeah. You said Sam Jackson, so Jackson I'm so much the star. That motherfucker. Yeah, you said, you said his name because I was like, I think that was the one Sam Jackson did. Uh, yeah, I'm so I'll watch it. You know, Sam Jackson has <laughs> been in a lot of um Tarantino projects. Yeah. But yeah, he's a Tarantino guy. Basically. He's a Tarantino guy, yeah. A lot of his stuff, yeah. But, and a Spike Lee guy too, because he was in a lot of Spike Lee stuff too. So he's a Tarantino slash Spike Lee guy. Yeah, been in a lot, yeah. a lot. You've been going way back to fucking Pulp Fiction, like he's, Pulp Fiction, yeah. Tarantino Django and Chain, he did that. His career, yeah. He's uh, he goes way back with Tarantino, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Recommend the um. The um Kevin Art um and Wesley Snipes is in it um okay Lauren London like she's um she's she knows she's getting back into her acting now yeah she grieved like the loss of um Nip but now she's starting mm-hmm. to get back out there she's in it yeah it's like mm-hmm. um I enjoy it <laughs> I won't okay. give spoilers but I think it's um pretty it's like funny and like suspenseful all at the same time so yeah I recommend it <laughs> suspenseful. <laughs> Suspenseful that word of a makeup. Suspenseful and funny, yeah. <laughs> like dramedy, drama, and comedy. Dramedy is a thing, yeah. Okay. Well, um, want to get the um, let's kick it off. Get the deaths out of the way. No, yeah. A couple of huge ones. Uh, which one you want to start with? Want me to kick it off? Thank you for being our friend. Go there. Mm-hmm. Travel down this road and back again. Dun, 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 dun. Lost the legendary Miss Betty White on um, New Year's Icon on the thirty first. The Icon. Her birthday. I was, you know, you know when her birthday is, right? January seventeenth, because like uh, that's where our uh, brother, including our brother, um, yeah. Steve Ali. Harvey. Harvey is a lot of huge names. Michelle though. Obama. Michelle Obama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I said Ali. I said yeah. Said Ali. Yeah, it's like a lot of people on that birth. Uh, a lot of people have uh, January. That's, that's one is our brother, but the rest of my. <laughs> 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 that's one is our brother. Bias. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite January seventeenth. Yeah, the other ones that's our favorite. <laughs> that's our favorite. Yeah, <laughs> but um, because like you know, everybody was just preparing. Even she was preparing we had for a whole her thing for birthday. Our birthday celebration, yeah. and they still gonna have it. Obviously, with not with her here though. Yeah. Right, because Ryan Reynolds and her have become good friends over the years. Her and Ryan Reynolds, aka Deadpool, I love Deadpool, but um, they became good friends and everything. And I think even People Magazine have released a like their latest issue was supposed to have like her centennial birthday. Like everybody, you know, we were all gearing up, and Betty was like really excited because I, I just kept on saying, that. I'm like, please let's put Betty White in a cake. Let's, let's let's just let's bubble wrap her because we need her for her hundredth birthday. I kept on saying that. It's like um she didn't make yeah. that list is like um a list of celebrities that made it to a hundred. Like she almost yeah, George Burns. Burns is like the one at the top of the list that I think mm-hmm. of. But it's and like, then a recent one, Beverly Clearly, because she was almost 105 when she died yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the one that we have now, uh, like I said, like he got to July because Norman Lear, he'll be 100 in July. Norman, hopefully. um, Yeah, so I'm like, come on, Norman Lear, he'll be 100 in July. So you got to watch the um the, 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 the facts of life in different strokes presented in front of us. It was I funny. It. it was funny. I haven't watched this video yet. I know it's on stream and I haven't watched it. It was funny. You'll enjoy it. It's on Hulu. It yeah, was funny. funny. <laughs> but, um, Betty just, like, the thing that made me 
Well, I was like, okay, I think I'm not going to cry because somebody had um, done a, uh, they basically took an episode of the Golden Girls and they put like a filter over it where it looked like, you know how like when people are in heaven or wherever, it has like that kind of cloudy looking filter. You know that filter I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And then I guess Rose was like on a trip and then Rose came back and then um, Blanche was like, oh, we missed you so much. And it was like, I'm not sure what episode it was from, but it was like, I guess Rose, like I said, was like out of town and she came back and then all the ladies were like hugging her. And I was like, I don't need to be watching this right now. I was like, uh. And Estelle Getty's character says something about 1932. <laughs> Sicily, 1932. <laughs> I was just saying random shit about 1932, whatever. <laughs> Sicily, yeah, because she was Sicilia, yeah. <laughs> But, but um, yeah, it was just, it was really touching. No, yeah, um, yeah, Blanche, Sophia, um, Dorothy, um, Dorothy, yeah, the other three, uh, in addition to Rose. Yeah. yeah, and when she hugged them, and then, like, just that, it was just such a beautiful moment because it looked like they, they was like, this is what I imagine happened right now. And that's what people said. That's what they're thinking about is what's happening is that she is joining her co-stars and her friends, she is joining them. another one of those moments, too, like earlier in the week, but we're going to get to that in a few minutes. Too. But um, 99, almost 100. And she was um a pioneer in Hollywood as well. She was. I saw she some was. old episodes on, um was it Buzzers one or GSN, one of those game show networks. Antenna, one of those, maybe, yeah. <laughs> on, um, What's My Line? It's this show from, like, the 50s. And, like, Betty yeah. it with black hair. Mm -hmm. I was breaking shit when I saw it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then her husband was the original password host. Yeah, like um, yeah. Alan London, I think. Was Alan London, yeah, that was her husband. Yeah. Because yeah. um, mm -hmm. today finally to get together again because he died. Yeah, like, the original. Ago. Like he he was a while ago. Like um, yeah, he died a while ago. Yeah. Let me look that up. No, like yeah, Alan London. Like yeah. um, it might have been exactly. I think he might have died um your year. Let me look it up. Yeah, eighty one. It was because like they was like they were married to nineteen eighty one. Yeah, I think like nineteen sixty three to nineteen eighty one. I want to say they were married. Something like that. Yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. But yeah, just and then just what uh, what uh, Betty just stood for because she was an animal activist. She was a big person in like I said, uh, in integrating because when they wanted to keep that separate because they were saying that Betty White had a black tap dancer. I can't remember the, uh, the black tap dancer's name now, but this was like during the 50s. Wasn't they gave it, her own Jangles, was it? Was it? it wasn't Bojangles, but it was somebody else. I don't think it was Bojangles. Yeah, black tap dancer, like Bojangles. But um, <laughs> she uh, had the black tap dancer on the show, and then the network was trying, because during that time, we wasn't, mm, they didn't want us on TV like that. So then, Betty yeah, basically um, said... Yeah, yeah, Amos and Andy and Beulah, that was the only black... That was it. <laughs> that was it. Black Hills, Amos and Andy and Beulah, that was it. <laughs> and then um, and then when um, when they basically were trying to, like, give her uh, shit about it, you know, Betty basically said, hey, deal with it. Like, basically, she was like, fuck y'all, deal with it, basically. And then, you know, and then, and then like, uh, she made his segment even longer so that she brought him on again, made his segment even longer, basically, like, hey... Uh, to y'all basically and then they canceled her show but she was like a person who pushed against that like she was like nope we're not doing this here so she was so big she was like for her to step out and to do that during that time that was like such a big deal for her to I do remember, that i don't know if you remember the show mama's family like from the 80s i do 
Like she was, on, I do. She was um, was but, uh, Vicky Lawrence, right? Lawrence played her yeah. mother, you know, like she's way older than Vicky. Yeah, Vicky, Vicky Lawrence is well, would be like 80 now or something, right? Yeah, she's like 80 now. Yeah, like 80. And her, like maybe like she's at most, she's maybe 80 at most. Yeah. Like, something like that, but she was playing her mom because, like, she dressed up like the old lady. She didn't say yeah. like an accent and everything. She really looked like With a, the hair. A, a southern grandmother. I said, Yeah, yeah, well, mama's family. Mama's family was funny. It was, it was. Yeah. But I will always love her as being, um, as being Rose, Rose Nyland. And, right. uh, my right people our age, that's what she's most remembered for. Rose, yeah. Cause like we like grew up in the eighties, so it's like we watched the Golden Girls. NBC Saturday night. (laughs) Um, Facts of Life two two seven. Amen and Golden Girls. Let's go. (laughs) 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 That was the lineup. Then later that Empty Nest nurses. um, Facts of Life got canceled. That's when Empty Nest joined the lineup. Empty Nest. Because I remember watching the Empty Nest. Yeah. The eight thirty slot after because was the original lineup at Facts of Life. Then when they got canceled, um. Empty nest joined that lineup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite Betty White moment, um, when uh, and, I, and this is how I was like, I was like, I'm following Betty White. I think I followed her Twitter account because like uh, she was like Betty White's on Twitter, no shit. And uh, when she when I was like Betty is a riot when she did this, she had a picture of a of a milkshake, and it was sitting on her porch, and then the caption said, "I'm just trying to see if the boys are gonna come." My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And she was like sitting out her yard. And she was trying to get the boys to come with the milkshake. So I'm like, Betty White is so fucking cool. Like when I saw that, I just made me just giggle. Cause I was like, for her to like know that reference and like come on. I was like, that's like that's awesome for her to know that reference. So, Lola, Lola. That just really tickled me when she had that. That really tickled me. <laughs> but and um, that's, that's an unfortunate loss. I mean, like I know people, but she was 99, but still it's like, we weren't ready to lose Betty. We just weren't ready to lose her yet. So we're going to grieve over Betty for a while. We are. Rest in peace, Betty White. Another legend we lost just a few days before, the legendary John Madden. John Madden, yeah. 85, right? 85 years old. Mm-hmm. He was, um, like, obviously people my age know him from two things, like, um, Either um color commentator for the NFL and then of course like Madden football the video. See what I'm doing. If you have a guy in the house, whether you have a man or a teenager, whatever, Madden. <laughs> Madden. Well, he was coach of the Oakland Raiders. Like obviously that was before my time. I think that was the right. same coaching them. So like yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't even born yet then. Like our dad probably watched him back then. <laughs> Then uh, when he retired from coaching. Then he um he he done broadcasted with some with pretty much everybody ABC, mm-hmm. CBS, um NF, NBC, Fox. Like he pretty he's been on all the major. Mm-hmm. I know him most from um his days on Fox with Pat Summerall, and I know him from um oh. Sunday Night Football with Al Michaels. Yeah, on okay. NBC, so I know him from mm-hmm. and um and that's and like I said, just like you said with Betty White um. And um, with the Golden Girls scene, like somebody posted a pic of um him and Pat Summerall from the and it said together again because like you oh, lost Pat like yeah. some years back, yeah. So so I was like, yeah, it's like they broadcasting now, like yeah, but Pat Summerall, yeah. um, John Madden. And that's the team I grew up listening to, like just uh, Summerall and Madden. Like I mm-hmm. remember those guys, y'all. Know, um, that's the one you know them from um, on the Simpsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the uh, Super Bowl episode, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know that team if you saw that Super Bowl episode. That's Pat. Well, he said that doesn't Ryan. make a lick of sense when they have Vincent Price for no reason. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, 
But that uh, doesn't make a lick of sense. That's, uh, that's the broadcasting I grew up listening to was on. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now exactly. it clicked to me. Now you made a Simpsons reference that clicked to me. Now, like, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's the team I grew up listening. And then John Madden just changed the whole game of that because um, Stacey King actually came back from the Bulls. He came back to the Bulls on last Wednesday or whatever. He came back from because he was sick with COVID and he came back. And him and Adam Amin, they were like basically Stacy said that he owes like like just his whole style. He was like John Madden. Madden. I owe John Madden. Yeah. My whole style. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of colorful stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, and Stacy was saying that any commentator, he was saying this John Madden set the blueprint for us. He did. He set the blueprint for that colorful commentator. Because before that, it's it kind of dry. dry. Before Madden came on, yeah, it was kind of dry. Like yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, uh, I can't even think of a name like who would be out back then. I don't. I don't want to say OJ Simpson. No, so it's OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson slashing the hole. He's slashing in the last. He's slashing murder, in the field. Murdering the competition. <laughs> slashing the field left and right. <laughs> don't, let, don't let one. Don't let one of the guys he's murdering is be don't, one of his opponents be named Goldman too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> he just murdered gold in the field. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't think of nobody older. So I mean, I, I can't say, think like, of Joe, Joe Namath. I'm just throwing out. Okay, gold. Jim Brown, maybe. Jim Brown, Joe Namath. Okay, that's better, I guess. So I just want to. Yeah. And Brown runs the touchdown. It was just kind of like, you know what I mean? That's the point I was just trying to show. It was kind of like dry. It kind of was, but OJ took it to the <laughs> OJ definitely, yeah. The more ways than what he made the game more colorful. <laughs> you can take <laughs> OJ definitely made the game more colorful. <laughs> the color might have been red, but he definitely made it more colorful. <laughs> How do we start this into an OJ Simpson podcast? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, it's oh, not funny. Like just like it's, OJ is not supposed to be funny, but it is though. <laughs> but Stacy going back, Stacy did give a nice um, did pay a nice tribute to him, and it was really nice hearing that. And um, like we said, like the people, like if you don't know Madden, just look, go in your son's room. I'm sure you'll see a Madden. I'm sure you'll see that every year. That's what Marcus buys. He buys when it all changed. That's the he year. buys Madden every year. That's the year the first Madden football game came out. So like over 30 years now. Yeah. Yeah. He buys Madden every year. And now, like I said, with streaming, you don't even have to go buy the actual cartridge or whatever. You can just download it to your old school yeah. with the cartridges. That's what we grew up. You know what I mean? Like, cause I remember, I remember him. Yeah. We started with cartridges. I remember him going to GameStop waiting to get the get, waiting to go get the get. Man, come out today. I gotta go over to GameStop. Okay. <laughs> like back when we were dating, when we first started dating, I gotta go get Madden today. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, I'm gonna download Madden. Like, okay, Madden just got available. Let me download it. <laughs> okay. To the console. Yeah, 88 was the first ever Madden football. That's when it started. Mm-hmm. And, um, wow, 88? Jeez. 88, yeah, who knew, like, at yeah. the time that he was creating, like, they were creating something <laughs> legendary at the time. It's just, it's probably just another football game. It's another game, like Tecmo Bowl, remember? Yeah, <laughs> Tecmo Bowl was one of them, yeah. It's a lot of football games, but, like, Madden was the one that stuck, though. Yeah. So yeah. But rest in peace to the legend right there, John Madden. Like I said, I'll always mm-hmm. enjoy your games and, um, 
Like I said, in the commentary team I grew up watching was Summerall and Madden. That's what yeah. I Yeah. That doesn't make a lick. So now I'm going to watch. I don't want to watch the Super Bowl episode. So I'm going to watch that now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, in, in honor of Matt and, and Betty White did um a Seth Simpson episode too. Oh yeah, well like with PBS, I'm gonna watch that too. <laughs> watch those. I, wanna, I gotta honor them. I gotta honor them. Gotta honor our uh, icons. I'm gonna honor them with PBS with Betty White and then um Big Bird was chasing after. When I said one of the weapons went nuts, I was like, yeah, that was that episode. But um, it was Homer made a fake pledge or some shit. And then they show Yo Yoma for no reason. Yo Yoma. Them in the trash and shit. Yeah. It's like when the Muppets just. Elmo. Evil Muppets and shit. Hilarious. Yeah. Good shit. And then I don't know if you saw, we had another death that happened too yesterday. Max Julian passed away. Yeah, yeah, the Mac. Yeah, yeah the Mac, the Mac Julian, um, uh, Max Julian. Yeah. I did see that, so yeah, it comes because mm-hmm. I saw it. Actually, was his birthday. He actually passed because his birthday actually was January first, so he actually did pass. Something like that. Yeah, they said he was eighty-eight. Uh, the report online was saying he was born in nineteen forty-five, but then his parents, but then his family was saying that that was incorrect. The date that's showing, so they're saying that the date that he is actually eighty-eight. That's what they. It was like conflicts about his birth date, his year that he was born. It was conflicts about that. But Max Julian from um, the Mac, also he made an appearance in How to Be a Player in the nineties. He played Bill Bellamy's uncle. Uncle that was given. Yeah, when um when the the fat dude like waved the chicken ball. That's cold. The chicken ball. He waved when the fat dude looks like Mike Jones' mom. Yeah. If y'all, that's cool. Look, I'm gonna show a picture of Mike Jones and show a picture of um, of the fat dude from that. Hockey Hopkins. <laughs> I think I can think of his name. Yeah, like he's Jones. Like if you see him side by side, you'll see why we call. Him. But rest in peace to Max Gillian. I have a confession. I haven't seen any black exploitation movies. Marcus said I'm slacking. Richard Pryor. Black- black- you gotta see the Max. <laughs> yeah. My black card get revoked. Julian, like, baby, you slipping. <laughs> Name of Max Julian and Richard Pryor. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> <He's> like, okay. <laughs> I think I saw parts of Shaft. I did see parts of Shaft, I think. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I think. But I haven't seen any black no I have. Pam Greer? You ain't seen no Pam Greer? I haven't seen any Pam Greer movies, none. Seen Foxy Brown or um or Coffee. Maybe a coffee. You ain't seen none of that shit. <laughs> I like um Foxy Brown is my favorite one from Pam Greer. The only one that I saw. I saw the spoof of the black voice. I saw I'm gonna get you sucker, which was the spoof yeah, of the black voice. I saw that. that. Pretty much, that's what it. Is. I saw um, that movie. John but... Slade, which Bernie Casey's character is based on Shaft because he's like John. So John Slade, that's John. Yeah. Shaft. John like, Shaft, yeah. John Shaft and John Slade, and he even I think they used the Shaft theme for his theme in that too. He's like mm-hmm. the theme. Every good hero should have some. It's like a knockoff Shaft. Yeah, it's like a knockoff Shaft. <laughs> you know what they making fun of the Shaft and that. Yeah. I didn't see um Superfly. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't see any of the. Yeah, I haven't seen any Black of the Black Caesar, Caesar. You didn't see um with um what Fred Fred Williamson? Yeah, the Black Caesar. Yeah, <laughs> <None>. Gary Finest. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so can you guys point me in the direction if it's if it's streaming anywhere? Let me check my. I have everything. I'm gonna check. I got my one kit. I got. I know. Um. I, yeah. Take that back. You have seen a black. You saw um Cotton comes to Harlem. That's what, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Because I actually did kick. Okay, yeah, you're right. That kicked that off the, the black rotation. That kicked it off. That was the first. It kicked black. it off. So I did. So, uh-huh. ha ha. And then the, the back one, it came out the following year. 
I did see that. So you are correct. I have seen one. I saw Cotton Comes to Harlem. I did see that. And I love that movie. That's oh, really wow. good. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Calvin Lockhart. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Digger and Ed. <laughs> My favorite cop. <laughs> Coffin Ed and Grave Digger. Let's go, man. <laughs> Helen Martin. <laughs> yeah. um, Iris, Red yeah. Fox. Beauty Pace is Iris. Yeah. Beauty Pace is Iris, yeah. Great movie. Check it out, mm-hmm. y'all. Uh, I think it's on Pluto or one of the free ones or something. It's on It's on Tubi. It's on one of the free. I think it's on Tubi. I think it is Tubi, yeah. It's on one of the free. I know it's on one of the free. That's uh, uh, one of my... Uh, the free I thought, thing. I think it's Tubi. Pluto, it might be Tubi. I don't know. Because I watched it recently, and I told mom. I was like, yeah, I said, you know, Kyle comes to Harlem. Because that's one of her favorite movies. I was like, yeah, you know that on. it like every week after that. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know it's always free, yeah, mom. Like, <laughs> you know what's mom? Because like when mom finds something she likes, she'll just watch it over and over again. So she watched <laughs> yeah, I watched it. it. <laughs> three or four times after that, yeah. It's like, I'm going to watch it again. It's like, yeah, because that's like, it might be her favorite movie. I got the three seventy movies that my mom might be her three favorite movies of all time is um cotton comes to harlem it's the three c's cotton comes from coolly high and car wash and car wash yeah three c's from the 70s I'm, our mom's favorite movie either cotton comes to harlem coolly high car or car wash yeah all came out in the 70s yeah <laughs> and i think so um, i'm pretty sure like, like at least i think cotton comes to harlem and coolly high are both streaming free not sure about car wash though those other ones are definitely streaming free though yeah. <laughs> and like, um, <laughs> would car wash be considered a black exploitation? It might be. I gotta look that up. It might be. Yeah, I gotta see if that's part of the genre. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's part of the genre. Like, I don't know. It was very progressive. The car wash was very progressive. Did you see any of the um Cosby and, and um Portier? Did you see any of those? I did. I saw Uptown Saturday Night. I saw Let's Do It Again. Yeah, I don't think I saw a piece of the act. Let's do it again. What's the one with uh Jimmy Walker, right? Yeah, the um when he was hypnotizing the, the box. He was hypnotized, he had the whammy on him. I saw that one. Um, I didn't see a piece of the action. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, that's the weakest of the three. The first two were like way funnier to me. <laughs> yeah, I saw the first two. Uptown Saturday night had one of my favorite scenes of all time with um Lil Seymour. With Lil Seymour. <laughs> Look, you know I love uh Harold Nicholas. You know I love him. Watch y'all Google like Lil Seymour and Big Percy. Like watch that scene if you've never seen it. It's like like when uh which call it when um when Paula Kelly passed away and then I was like she was Ola and then Marcus like oh that's Leggy Peggy. That's Leggy Peggy. Ran Madam Zenobia's place. I was like no, I said that's Olaia from uh from Kalunda. like Lamont was Kalunda. That's Olaia. That's basically what the lottery ticket ripped off that movie. Remember the movie The Lottery Ticket? They ripped off Uptown Saturday Night. Okay. Um Sydney Portier's character has a winning lottery ticket. They go to Madame Zenobia's. The place gets robbed. Oh, but, right, 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 right. Yeah. Wallet. So, yeah. So now the rest of the movie is them trying to get their wallet back. They're trying to, to get the wallet back. Yeah. That's the movie. Basically, they try to get mm-hmm. try to get that winning ticket back. And uh, what's the name? Uh, all about. It's a lot of movies that did. That. All about the Benjamins did that. Yeah. So you had the lottery ticket. All about the Benjamins. But the original one that did that shit was Uptown Saturday Night. Okay. Yeah. The lottery tickets get stolen. Now the plot is like we got to get that ticket back. We got to get the ticket. But we yeah. can't let them know that it's a winning ticket at the same time. So like, we got to get it back right. without letting them know that hey, we need it back. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so that's the plot. <laughs> um, what else you got, kids? I got some other shit here. Oh, uh, you can go ahead. I said because like uh, 
I had did my, you know, my tributes because I wanted to just get my tributes out for mm-hmm. our legends. Okay. It's a sucky way to start off 2022, right. losing the legends. Are you ready for a little um, battle of former Washington Wizards? <laughs> Let's talk about um, Mama's Cooking versus No Chill Gill. <laughs> I'm trying to find Gill, his um, tweet he put out. Did he delete it? Come on. No Chill Gill. Yeah, you know, Gilbert is the <laughs> And I said, I'm looking forward to this feud and shit. Gilbert Arenas and fucking uh, Kwame, and Kwame Brown. Brown. Mr. Kwame Brown. You're like both two cats that know how to talk a lot of shit. <laughs> Did Gilbert take his post down? I should have screenshotted it. He had this <laughs> long ass rant about Kwame Brown. He was like, yeah, I don't see it now. Just going in, Brian. He might have taken it down. That shows you why you screenshot shit because when stuff starts getting real, then the cats take it down. <laughs> yeah. I go through my um Instagram. I'm trying I just to- don't get that why people like if you put something out there, like stand behind what you say. Mm-hmm. Like why why take it down? Like you felt that way to say it, so why are you taking it down? You, Man, you I'm give backstory about where this latest round started on this one is um Gilbert Arenas was on um Vlad TV and he says okay. about Kwame Brown on there, like you know, like which a lot of people are doing. Kwame Brown is hot these days on, on yeah, he's become a YouTube. target, I guess. He's become a YouTuber at this point. He's the people not going to remember as a basketball player. As a basketball player, he's a YouTuber, right? He's gonna be a YouTuber when it's all said and done. That's mm-hmm. and then um, of course um Kwame comes back and like goes on a whole rant about yeah, what Gilbert's so Gilbert had this long ass post, like basically like Barry and Kwame Brown. Yeah. So like now I was gonna read the post, but like I went to um my thing is Ram what I want to say about both of you guys, you guys are both grown men. Like, come on. <laughs> like especially you, you guys are grown men. You guys are grown oh, men. Gilbert, yeah, they both like um got around 40. I know Kwame um <laughs> It's like 38, I want to say. I think he turns 40, 30. I want to say he's 39. 39, so about that. He's he's up there. Gilbert's probably around the same age, I would say. Yeah. Right, you guys are grown men. Y'all are 40-year-old men. That's very grown. Y'all too old for that to be quarreling like, okay, yeah. Thomas, I'm looking forward to this Kwame Brown Gilbert Arena's view. <laughs> so you got two cats that basically know how to run their mouth and shit, too. And <laughs> uh, I just want to see who's going to win this battle. That's where I'm at on that. <laughs> Because, like, when I was reading that, and I was like, oh, like, yeah, Gilbert, um, it's the one cat that ain't scared. He he ain't scared of mama's cooking. I was like, yeah. So, no, he's not. Because Gilbert has, like, a, they call him No Chill Gil. Yeah, yeah. That's what his handle is. He has no chill. Handle. No chill Gil. That's his handle. He has no chill. He doesn't. He doesn't. So. It's like a rap battle with, like, two motherfuckers that can um, both battle rap. That's what it reminded me of. And I want to see that good battle. Like, yeah. I want to see mama's cooking versus No Chill Gil. I'm ready for that battle. <laughs> That's the versus battle we want to see. <laughs> right there. Mama's cooking versus no chill gill. Come on. <laughs> Make it happen, um, Timberland and Swiss. Swizzy. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> but that was I, I was enjoying that. It was like, it was like, since you brought the Washington Wizards, since they were both former wizards. Man, did you see the game the other night? Are the bulls you talking about? Yeah, so we can go back a little bit. So the day before that, the Pacers on the road, DeMar DeRozan took a three. As as Zach Levine calls it, the, the New Year uh, Eve heave. That's why the heave of the New Year Eve, uh, he called it. 
So he he did the three and he made it. Won the game Friday night for the Bulls. They were still on the road. They went to Washington, D.C. the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, not in the exact same spot, but almost reminiscent of what he did the night before. DeMar DeRozan did the same thing again. He hit another three for the Bulls to win. And Washington, looking at their fans, they were stunned. Because I was I watched both games live. I screamed and I reacted to both games when they won. And I missed both games. I got admit. And the way that the way that they were just looking, like Pacers fans, they were like, um, my well, my lady friend don't really like basketball. That's why I miss one. Pacers fans <laughs> were like this. Washington fans were like this. They both was like, like what the hell just happened? So the interesting thing now about the Bulls team now is that the Bulls are now sitting at number one. I think we got a game up from Brooklyn. I think we're like a game ahead of Brooklyn. I was Brooklyn lost again. A game or a half a game. I don't know. I, got, I, I think we might be a game up from Brooklyn. Let's check the standings. So Let's we're sitting at the top of the East by ourselves. We're sitting. The also interesting stat about DeMar DeRozan, they said DeMar DeRozan has now made history now in the NBA. They what? said he was the first player to score back-to-back winners, game winners on back-to-back nights. Because literally, they said the last person did that was Larry Bird for back-to-back games, but I'm assuming it was some time in between the games. But uh, the fact that DeMar did it literally Friday and then Saturday, like he did it two days in a row. So yeah. now he becomes... Yeah, it was a back-to-back, that's what it was. Come yeah, it was a back-to-back. Many times, like, people hitting game winners, like, in back-to-back games, but not in back-to-back nights, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not in back-to-back nights. Clay said the last person to do was uh, Larry Bird to do, like, the back-to-back games. But now, back-to-back nights, DeMar DeRozan is the first ever player. to do that, period. That's like, yeah. To do that, period. So now he's etched mm-hmm. in NBA history now. DeMar DeRozan is etched in, like, he's in the history book now for the NBA, the first person to do that. Bulls so, as, but it's it's a tight race, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a very tight race. It's yeah, three, it's a three uh, it's a three way basically now between the Bulls, the Nets, and the Bucks. That's where it is. Yeah, because the Bucks are climbing because Giannis is starting to look superhuman now. <laughs> Giannis out there hooping. Actually, we're going by like the Bucks have the most wins in the East right now at twenty five. Mm-hmm. They have, but they've lost more. They're twenty five and thirteen. The Bulls are twenty four and ten. So the Bulls have a better winning percentage because right. Of that. And then mm-hmm. Brooklyn is 23 and 11. Yeah. So that's where it is. Like, yeah. So it's oh, like we're a, a three way right now. Like, it's like between the Bulls, Nets, and Bucks. That's where. It is. Yeah. So, my prediction one of those teams is going to end at the top of the East. One of those teams. I don't think that anybody's going to be able to leapfrog either of either those three. I don't think nobody's going to be able to leapfrog none of them. Like, um, I don't think. Miami is good. I don't know if they rise with the other three, though. Yeah, right. I don't think they can leapfrog right now. Behind, yeah, I think the orders may change, yeah, a, but I think a big gap after Miami. Like, um, Miami yeah. would be the only team that could sneak into that, like, yeah, but right now is um, because Miami is only two games behind, but then after that, it's like five games, like, yeah, so it's like it's really gonna yeah. be like um, those three, possibly four, like, if Miami, like, right. keeps keeps their winning up, like, yeah, because they're on a five game win streak right now, Bulls on a seven game win streak, those Bulls on a seven. Yeah. We we got seven. Mm-hmm. Wolves are on the got the longest streak in the league right now, I believe. Because mm-hmm. um the Bucks are on a six. And we're looking, we have to, and then like I said, the thing I keep on going back to, we're not a hundred percent. We still are missing some of our key guys. Like Lonzo does come back. Lonzo's out of protocol, so Lonzo should be back for the next game on Monday. He should be back. 
Um, Caruso, he's still nursing an injury. I'm not sure when he's going to come. Hopefully, he'll be back later this week. Yeah. I say just let just take let him rest. Let him rest. Yeah, got hurt again. Remember, like yeah, that's yeah. Let him rest. Out with him earlier. They brought him back and they just like you win and yeah, let him rest. Leave him on the just shell him because like yeah, like why the playoffs? You going to need him for playoffs. You going to need him. You're going to need him. So I can see if you were struggling, you rush to bring him back. But um, Mm -hmm. seven game win streak. Let the motherfucker rest. (laughs) <laughs> and then the other thing, because like people were complaining, saying, "Yeah, because like uh, Saturday night, our bench didn't give a lot of production in the game against the Wizards." But my thing that I keep on telling, that I was saying, I'm like, "Yes, Lonzo comes back though. Kobe White goes back to the bench. There's your scoring now for the bench. Kobe White goes back to the bench. Kobe White's been playing very well, so now he can go back with the second unit, and then he can get them going." But um, starting helped him get his confidence. So now- yeah, got his confidence. Because Kobe's been on a tear, he's been on a tear. He's looking a little shaky at first, so like now that um now he got his confidence back, yeah, he could he go back to the bench. Popping threes, like he was six or seven in one game for three point land. He he's popping them threes. He making defensive stops, and he looks really good out there. He looks confident. He doesn't look like he's like he doesn't look lost. Like he looks very confident, and very comfortable. So like so he's going to take that to the second unit, get them back going, sell them down, get them back going. So now. Our team can adjust to where they need to adjust to. Devonte, hopefully West. he'll be back soon. Hopefully, the West is a whole another animal. We won't even talk. About yeah, the Warriors, jeez. Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. Looking and them Suns and Warriors and them Suns. Warriors have risen back to the top because for Phoenix had passed them like temporarily, but mm-hmm. Warriors are back at top. What's your call was looking good too, um, because they just played that night. But the Warriors got the best. Of them, I want to say uh, Utah is still looking player, good. Yeah. Like I said, they, yeah, because Warriors played Utah the other night too. We were watching that game. Yeah, I think the Warriors did um, pull it out at the end. I think they did pull it out and beat Utah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Utah's been looking good. They've been looking good too. But so, uh, um, then Memphis is a little bit behind them. But um, those three out of three out west, it's like those three. Mm-hmm. So how cool is it if one of those teams out west and then one of the teams out east, the top three of the titles, what if they both? End up like one of the top three ends up in the finals for like on either side. That would be, you know, that would be interesting to see. When the NBA gets good, like after football, mm-hmm. is when NBA really starts getting good. Like so, mm-hmm. is the time you want to peak, and the Bulls seem like they're peaking now. This is when, you yeah. So um, yeah, NBA is getting good. And then the All Star be coming up in a month, in about a month, and some change, a little over a month. Mm-hmm. So um, get your NBA votes in. You can vote online for your NBA uh, All Star. So, like I said, I, I'm the Bulls should have two stars. I'm hoping we have two stars. I'm hoping <laughs> both of them deserve it. They both deserve uh, it. Definite one, maybe two. Definite. Yeah, they, de- they deserve it. Both of them deserve it. So, I mean, it's not against it because uh, even um, if uh, even if one starts and then like uh, remember that one year Atlanta had four all stars on the team. Remember. I remember it's been a couple of times when people have had four. Atlanta had four. Uh, Detroit mm-hmm. had four when they had the um the 04 Pistons. Mm-hmm. Tayshon was the only one that didn't make it. Well, they was, yeah, because they were saying that now the Bulls are all playing so well. They were saying maybe Vooch might be able to slide in and get like, the coaches vote. He might be able to slide because he's been playing well lately. Like, he might be able to slide in. And they was like, uh, what if, Lon- what if Lonzo Ball slides in? You know, we could have four All-Stars. We could. Because the Bulls have never had... um. 
Have the Bulls even had three? I'm trying to remember. Because no, Rodman didn't make the All Star back during the. Uh, mm-hmm, he did. And I don't think Grant made it. The Bulls may have never even had three All Stars. Yeah, we always had obviously Jordan and Pippen. Obviously, we always had them. Well, Armstrong made it the one year when um, like that's so y'all would there in the East was after Jordan because VJ Armstrong made the fucking All Star team that one. That's because Mike was gone and shit. So they just won the Bulls. Yeah. That's all I saw. Yeah. And then uh, no, no shame of BZ was not an all star yet, but he made it that one year. Like, and then the year that um that um that uh Derek Rose and Lou Aldean they uh, were all stars. Um, Ding and Noah made it, and yeah. Butler and Gasol made it together. Butler and Gasol, yeah, two all stars before, but um, mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever had three. They should have had three at least like once during the championship years. Like Grant they should have. should have made one of those teams. So hopefully, like we said, hopefully like uh um DeRozan, Levine, and Booch. Hopefully we can have three. We can have three all stars, hopefully. Yeah. Yep. yep. What else you got, kid? So I'll pull up these damn stories. Like I don't know what I'm looking for right now. You know. Uh oh. It's been a lazy weekend, so I lost some of my <laughs> Well, it's been a adjusting weekend for people because people who left town are now returning back to work on Monday. So people are trying to get their COVID things or whatever and their tests and their, you know, should you quarantine? Should you not? People are starting to try and get that together. So that's pretty much just what I've been seeing in my timelines and like in my group text, because I have a group text that I'm in or whatever. And people are trying to get their stuff together. I'm like, I went nowhere. My kids went nowhere. I've, I've been here the whole time. I, I ain't doing that. I ain't, I ain't gone nowhere. I ain't been around nobody. <laughs> I just been doing me <laughs> pretty much. So it's like, but people, did travel some people did travel some people were at larger gatherings <laughs> that's been good you talked about because this is the story i was looking for we're talking about um <laughs> we're talking about covid and all of that shit right now so how do you feel about this bullshit i get i don't think oh, it, gosh. i don't think i was <laughs> i don't think it's going to happen but um these um teachers unions are mm-hmm. being hectic again it's like the, they took a poll of CPS teachers, 90% of them saying they um they want to go back to virtual learning. According to them. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. So as the new um, COVID-19 variants causing a surge in cases across the U.S., public school teachers in Chicago have indicated they would gladly return to remote work, despite how frustrating virtual learning has been for many parents and kids. You have a CPS student. <laughs> how do you feel about that, the possibility about them going on strike? <laughs> I said I definitely wanted to talk to you about that. We've been <laughs> we've been working to keep our kids safe. For the most part, it hasn't really been like I said from my personal thing. Like, okay, the last the last two days of school, uh, my daughter's uh, her class did have to flip and go to virtual because they said they may have been compromised. So then they just flipped just I'm their like, class. Um, the, the um the this was the right before the holiday break so it's like right it was right before the holiday so the yeah. last two days we can shut it down okay and this is what this is what it just needs to be like if it's if it's something where it's like okay where okay somebody may have been compromised someone tested positive whatever 
So then you just flip out. Like I said, I work, I do daycare licensing. That's what happens. Like in most cases, especially with these large daycare centers, they don't close the whole center. It's like the one classroom that's affected. Okay, we're closing this one classroom. We're closing this classroom. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just, no, it's like, we're not, no, we're not doing that. Like, I mean, we've been protecting. Let me say it. We've been protecting, we've been social distancing, we've been doing what we need to do to get to run. And these kids have already had a whole year talking to a computer. And I'm sure no, like we, I don't have any we ain't doing this again. I don't have any studies or any like data in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that um the education you get sitting in front of a screen is not the same. Is it? It's not the same. I'm pretty sure these kids are like falling behind, like just sitting in front of these screens. Yeah, some sure of these kids are not yeah. getting the same education. I don't think. Yeah, so I'm, it's not. It's it's you can only do so much, yeah. and then to engage, and then especially because like my child is younger, because my child is still primary grade, she's younger, so it's like. You definitely need that that teacher, uh, that interaction. The other kids you need, need that. that interaction. Then the older kids are gonna be off playing Fortnite somewhere and shit. Or Matt, <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, just turn their camera off and be playing video games. We playing video games. Like, Who's Ro- Ro- like, yeah. Roblox or whatever that is? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be off doing that and shit. 2K and shit. They're gonna be off doing Call that. of Duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the older kids are gonna be playing video games. Or they'll be they'll be Netflix and watching YouTube videos or whatever the case may be. The teenagers, that's what they're gonna do. Like they're not gonna be listening. <laughs> they mm-hmm. sitting at home is like, what's to stop them from playing a video game? Because teenagers, like obviously, you can leave your teenager home alone because they're a teenager. You can leave a 15-year-old home alone. Yep. And the teacher can't make you turn the camera on. It's like you just turn the camera off and like you say it. How they gonna know what you're doing? It's like I'm saying, how they gonna know? <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's just not the same, but um it's not the same. Point like um no shade as like you say some shady ass shit, but yeah, <laughs> no shade. But um and our mom was like um CPS teacher for decades. But, yeah. Um, I just think the teachers are full of shit right now and just want to be <laughs> and go home. And shit. That's what it is. They're not scared of this fucking bear. <laughs> How many of them like went out of town for the fucking well, thank you. I was about to say that, like it's that, that, <laughs> no, thank you for yeah. thank you for making that point because that's where I was going to go with it. I was going to say that it's one thing if you say that I'm afraid of this disease, I'm afraid of this virus because I had some loved ones who passed away. I had some loved ones who got very sick. And like, if, if literally all you do is go to work and go home, you go to, you even go grocery, you Instacart or you, you DoorDash or whatever. Like you don't even like really go out. You just only go to work and that is it. And you just go home. So you then, uh, if you need so to, then, so then going to work would make you nervous. Okay, I'd rather just like work from home. And I'd rather just be at home. Yeah. Okay, I get that, but if you're a person, you're saying that you don't want to like work is scaring you no, and you everything. Your best life, like living. But then it. I see a picture of you in New York City talking about, yeah, I'm in Times Square. If you were at Times Square, I knew you. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Like, because let's be real, people tell social media tells the whole story because a lot of times. People get comfortable and they forget. So, like when you just in the moment, you with your camera, you posting. You in the moment, you posting yourself on your cruise. You're posting yourself at your New Year's Eve party. You're posting. You're doing that. What it was is a lot of these teachers have got way too comfortable that year and a half they had off. Yeah, from mm-hmm. like, um, March of 2020 up until um this this fall this past fall. Right. A lot of them just went back in September or whatever. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of them got way too comfortable doing that shit, and then they just want to keep it like that. Yeah. 
You just you sit at home for like a year and a half, like a lot yeah, of but that's not conducive to what is because like it's, it's most, yeah, it don't matter. Here's the thing, it don't matter what it doesn't matter what you want, as Dwayne John said. It's about exactly because here's the, the thing about comfortable. Here's the thing about most of us. It's like most of us, like I'm not a teacher. Like for my job, I have to actually like I actually do have to go out into the public. I have to actually go out to different daycares. So I'm actually going out, actually going out. I, I won't say I'm a frontline worker. I'm not going to go that far and say that, but I'm actually going out interacting with public. And a lot of my daycare centers are starting to get rising cases. Mm-hmm. So I have to actually go out to these daycares and potentially be in this daycare that could have a case that will be going on. They just may not know it yet. And then I may have just been out there and then you call me two days later and say, oh, by the way, somebody tested positive. I was just out there. And I'm like, what the, f-? you know, I was just out there. Like, you know, I'm actually having to go out there and do that. But that's my job. I have to go out there and do that. That is my job. I have a couple of jobs where, like, I could do them from home. But um, guess what? I still go out and do them. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one, one of them is teaching. Right? Like, and I still go and teach. It's like, yeah, because yeah, that's my job that I have. I have to actually go out because, like, I can't visit with people through a computer. I can't visit your – I can't do that through a computer. I just can't. I have to actually go out. I can do things to minimize my time in your facility. I can do things to minimize – and to make and to protect myself better, I do that. And I just stay very, I just stay very careful. I just get in, get out, do what I need to do. But when I saw that, it said 90%, even if it said 50 50, at least that's half of that. Yeah, 90%. but 90%, that's some bull. I just don't want to go back to work. So you're trying to like, you know. shit. yeah, like, yeah, let's look, let's vote for us to go back home. Like, yeah, like, no. yeah, that's all that shit is. Like, because yeah. we're not trying to do that as parents. It's like, so my our thing is, who's going to be home with our kids? Like I said, we just can't. So we're going to all lose our jobs because we can't get child care for our kids. But that's the next thing. Like, okay, if we can't, if you guys make us have our kids home, um, especially we got to stay home. Yeah, because like a lot of parents are working, and especially if you like um, a single parent that's working. Yeah. Exactly. Got it hard because like, yeah. Cause like yeah, the school of your kids are at school all day. It's like yeah, right. We'll have somebody that can like like a relative or somebody can just send their kids to, and not everybody can afford all day daycare. It's like yeah, not everybody can. Yeah, afford that's, but yeah, that shit is high. All day daycare is high. Yeah, not everybody. It's very high. So like the school is where like they are while while you working and shit. Yeah. But I don't want, want it to happen. Get out of that. That's all. Like I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I just thought I'd share. I that. think that we can do I things that, to. I, I shared that with you. I, said I that. think that we can do things to have to try to make the situation better because, like I said, these numbers are rising. We know this. Like I said, I see it in my daycare centers. The numbers are rising. I see it. I see it. But it, but the, here's the thing: is like we we um shit is different now. Is <laughs> um. They said the Omicron, like the, the um the the acid, hey, pay attention to the science. They said that it's not as deadly as the Delta or like the previous versions of this. The Omicron mm-hmm. said is like um less um it's a, it's not as as potent as those other ones. Like people like recover quicker, and um most importantly, you have vaccines now. It's like you have vaccines. So maybe five year olds, so like you get a kindergartner can get vaccinated. Right. Like, so maybe with the combination, vaccines combined with this variant being lesser. Why you want us? Why are you trying to sit at home? Like other than you just don't want to go to work. Maybe with the combination now that maybe because they're like so many. Like, is it like sixty percent of adults are vaccinated now, or something? I don't know how many, but I think the number is getting. Yeah. I think the number is getting pretty high. Like we're getting closer to that because like isn't herd immunity at seventy five percent? Like if seventy five percent, I think herd immunity does become at seventy five percent. So I think we are getting closer to that number. So. 
if that many people are vaccinated, maybe it is starting to air quote slow the curve. So now it's like now that these new variants are coming, it's like, okay, these people are vaccinated, or if you choose not to vaccinate, if you've just been using your herbal medicine or whatever you've been doing to protect yourself, whatever your method is that you're doing to protect yourself or whatever, it's like maybe all that stuff is working. So now we're being more, instead of being reactive, we're being proactive against this. So as this new strand is coming, like I said, because that's just what I've been hearing. It's just like, like I said, more people I know have tested positive because like I said, I know personally some people who did test positive recently. My good friend Meha, she's um tested right now. She's sitting at home with it. But for the most part, like most of the people that I've seen who have tested positive, they're just like, the thing that they just were most upset about is like, damn, like I was going, like I wanted to see my family on Thanksgiving. Like they, I mean, or, or I wanted to see my family on Christmas or whatever. It wasn't they wasn't going to do nothing like huge or nothing, but just have a few people over and just do that. And like now, okay, I tested positive. So now I can't even have my, my five family members come over now. Mayha, so I can't even do that now. Mayha couldn't host <laughs> any parties. That's what she'll say. Yeah. She couldn't mm-hmm. make New Year's parties. Uh, she's like, yeah, I can't do that. And that seems to be the thing that people are mostly upset about is that I can't see, I can't, like I said, if it's stopping your money, I can't get this money. Mm-hmm. I can't see my family. So if that's like the worst of it, then I'm not trying to minimize coronavirus. No way am I trying to minimize it. But I'm saying if that's like the worst of your concerns and it's like, okay, maybe we are turning that corner. That's why I said earlier that I'm starting to see a little bit of flicker of light. I'm starting to see some light flickering now. Yeah, vaccines, like um, you get the variant is um, is not as, as killer as it was before. So he's like, at this point, like the teachers are just trying to get out of going to work. <laughs> hey, no shade, but that's what I see. They're just trying to get out of going. Like the uh, <laughs> like the people who are still claiming that they don't, that it's no, everywhere I go, I see now hiring signs. Literally everywhere I go, now hiring, now hiring. Literally every single place I go. Mm-hmm. I was at a restaurant, no, uh, now hiring. Oh, oh, I the demand for jobs right now, the supply is way bigger than the demand. There's a lot of supply. I saw, uh, <laughs> yeah. I saw at uh, the oil change place. We're now hiring. Literally everywhere is hiring, literally, but people don't want to work. A lot of my daycare centers, they say that they have such a high turnover because they say these people would rather stay at home than work. They say they'll come to work for two months and then they just do a no call, no show and just never come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, man, they're like, can you help me find somebody? Or they were asking me like, do you have, I don't have any resources. I'm sorry. I don't have like a link that I can send you to. I'm sorry. I don't. But I was like, I hope you find some uh, some good quality help. I hope you do. <laughs> you know, but people don't want to work because why? Like you said, those people got comfortable getting the $600 a week, mm-hmm. which isn't an earth shaking amount of money. But if you live very modestly, you can survive off of that. Mm-hmm. Even if your rent's uh, even if your rent's a thousand dollars a month. That's like almost half your money. But if you just use that and then like if you just live very modestly off the rest of it, you can. Yeah. You see what I mean? You can survive it. You know what I mean? And um, to end things on a downer, but you heard about that shooting that happened in um Burlington in L.A. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me mm-hmm. put it down. Yeah. It was um. No, I didn't hear about that. Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, do they still call it that, or is it just Burlington now? What are, are it's you, Burlington. Been one of years, but yeah, in Burlington. It's Burlington. It's fucking Burlington Coat Factory. Last place last time I went there, but I'm, so that's what I'm rolling with. So Burlington out in um L.A. and then this fucking nuts for some reason he's like um 
he had a bicycle in there. You know, the bikes, you have, like, the chain and the lock or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. lock your bike up. The little U-lock, the little U thing, yeah. Yeah. It's for, I don't know if he was, like, um, mentally challenged or if it was, like, on something, but he just starts attacking people with his fucking um, bike lock. And then, like, fast forward, like, eventually somebody called the cops. The LAPD come in, you know, like, tactical. They, like, come in deep and shit, yeah. And the uh-huh. guy, he's like um in one of the aisles, just like pummeling this woman with his lock, like she's bloody as hell. Yeah. Oh my god. And um, they basically they shoot this motherfucker and kill him and shit, like which just totally justified. Nobody said that was unjustified. Yeah. Wow. But they, yeah. But what happened? The tragedy is um is a um fourteen year old girl that went and she was she went and hid in one of the dressing rooms in Burlington, and then a bullet went through a wall and killed her. Oh, where the tragedy is. So now they um trying to like get um you know like for the little girl that got shot. Yeah, it's like they uh, trying to um go after the LAPD and all of that. But it was just a tragic all around situation. Like, but yeah, oh. the fucking asshole. Like he definitely yeah he like you can't you run around attacking somebody and like beat like like beating somebody half to death with a lock and shit. Like yeah, so it's like this. You like I said, nobody's saying that shooting was unjustified, but they saying like um. Like should um the guy the cop be charged for like the killing of that little too bad wasn't a good Samaritan like if somebody was like an off duty police or like a security like if somebody could just tackle the guy and you know because yeah, he'll carry because it, it do just be somebody it do just be somebody in the like even if somebody is like let's say somebody was like a like a wrestler like you know what I mean like somebody who like is a who had who's a trained fighter and they just happen to be in the store and they saw that, then they could actually um, take the guy down without you. Take the guy down. Cause he was being the woman here. Cause like head injuries are like, you could make, you could knock somebody and knock them like where they're challenged now, mentally challenged. If you hit them in the head, I watched the security video and I watched the body cam of like this incident that went down. It's like, and it was, so sad because like the little because like the girl she was just trying to hide she was doing what she thought was like might be the safe thing to do to hide in the dressing room you might swing on her and just so like she went in here in the dressing room Mm -hmm. but you know and one of those bullets went through that's why i say like bullets like yeah like um yeah bullets can straight bullets can't that's why there's no such thing as warning shots like straight bullets do go places so happens that one of the Mm -hmm. not all of his bullets hit his target like one of them went into that wall and that's where Mm -hmm. the girl was at yeah And um, when I saw, yeah, because Ben Crump is attached to it, so that's what caught my attention. I saw him out there, and I was like, come on, you're not helping the girl's case, dude. It's like, not. But the, it wasn't a malice thing, obviously. It was very unfortunate accident that happened. I'm trying to get the but girl. That guy in there just, oh, my gosh. Like, he may, like you said, he may have been on drugs, or he may have been. Yeah, because he was his, his behavior was very bizarre. So um, Very erratic, yeah, behavior, yeah. said. Like even before he started attacking people, yeah, it was like his mm-hmm. his very strange behavior. I was watching of um Valentina Pertilla per per I can't pronounce yeah P E R A L T A per Perlita. I don't know. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it looks like a, a Latina name. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, but that's the girl's name. Yeah, Valentina. Oh. It's called rest in peace, little. Yeah, Valentina. so sad. But who does like who comes into who comes in and just starts at, like but then you say but then he probably was mentally yeah or challenged or like, like, something or both came in he looked like crazy as hell before he even started attacking people and that's like becomes like um like you know, not um not gonna victim blame or anything but that's where like penitence is just surroundings comes in it's like 
It's like mm-hmm. yeah, you can see when motherfuckers are acting crazy. That's when you go the opposite way. It's like you say, okay, mm-hmm. this motherfucker is acting weird. Let me go this way. It's like that's when you. Do. I've seen that before. Like, uh, like when I was walking down the street with my kids, and then like uh, we were trying like, to get a COVID test, and, and it was a guy that was sitting. and He was talking to himself and everything, and then <laughs> and then I pulled Ariana to the other side of me. I picked up Khalil and I pulled Ariana over to the other side where I was closest to him. I'm like, nope. Because yep. I mean, something pops off. Yes, it's possible too, right? And I walked past, so I, I said, and I, and I like when I saw him talking, I just whispered, and I figured, you know, Ariana likes to talk to me. I whispered, I said, "Don't say anything, just keep on walking." I said, "Don't say nothing to this guy. Don't and get, don't say nothing." He just, he, he was like, "Hello," and I just said, "Hello," and I just kept on moving. Mm-hmm. That's all I said, "Hello, hello," and I just kept on moving. Because mm-hmm. I, I said, "Hi," and then and she starts. I was like, "Nope," I said, "We ain't going." I said, "Because if he tries to lash," I said, "Because I don't want to be put in a situation where." I may have to, because <laughs> obviously somebody's going to attack my child. My mom is, I'm looking to kill somebody that's going to attack my child. That's me. I just am as a parent. So, I mean, I don't want to be put in that situation. If I have to be put in that situation, I'm going to do what I need to do to protect my children. But it's like, I'd rather not be put in that situation. So you got to just, you do, like you said, have to be looking around. Um, you got to keep your head on a swivel. I say, yeah, like, when you out, yeah, I wonder. I feel like if they like, like none of the um associates like saw like this guy. Say that like somebody that worked there had to see like how crazy this dude, or like they didn't have security there. Like you they had no security because like, somebody that's the first the thing. Dude's like erratic behavior at some point. Like when I worked retail and I saw somebody come in our store, <laughs> I got I called like yeah like this like come here. I call security right away. I would call security. Like I see somebody that when I worked looks at, shifty. When I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, like um, technically I was the security, even though I wasn't the security guard. So when I saw a crazy mother, I was like telling them to get the fuck out. That's just why, yeah. Like me, like I was, I was a young man. <laughs> so yeah, me like, hey, you gotta go. Like yeah, like you see somebody acting crazy, and then okay, you gotta go, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you Move gotta, along. Is letting people be and shit because like that's how shit escalates. Say, like, bro, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's just my thing. I wonder, I did associate with they just not paying attention. Like what was that? Exactly. Because you see, like nobody's saying any, anything to this dude. I think um the uh, um so associates and like the patrons were pretty much just ignoring him. It's like yeah, like mm-hmm. somebody, like he could have got he could have handled that shit before it got out of hand. Like that is what I'm saying. Right. Especially if you have security, security gets told me to get the fuck out. Just escort him out. Just kindly escort him out. Like uh, you gotta go. Like you said. But tragic situation. Rest in peace. And um, gotta wrap it up on a down note. But I just thought I'd touch that story because I read the story and then I watched the um videos. So yes, it is what it is. Yeah, so, I didn't see. I don't it. know if the cop has been charged with anything yet, but um, yeah, they' trying to bring charges and all of that to him. Mm-hmm. We keep an eye on that situation. But that's our episode 240, not another damn podcast. Mm-hmm. Like what we're doing, want to support us further, you know what to do. Give us a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review <laughs> on all your platforms. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Hey, get the little homies to shovel your snow, Tasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the little homies. To... Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about that damn snow. Like, it's like duh, 2021, 2022 came in, and so did the snow. Yeah. Also, get at us on our social media. 
Um, well, let's do our little fucking polls first. Our YouTube, yeah. YouTube polls. You can get us on, on Alexa and on YouTube. Here's our YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how to get at me. And you can check me out, MSIMA626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Lama's Man the Wizard. And Naima. We'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.